Welcome to Travels with Squeaky, a podcast for solo women, RVers, campers, and van lifers. I'm your host, Kathy Belge. This week, I am super excited to have a very special guest as our interview this week. Deborah Allen is the founder of soloexplorers.com, which is a blog for solo women campers. And she's going to share a little bit about her story, what it's like for her as a solo woman tent camping in her car, and some tips and tricks that she's shared from things that she's learned along the way on her journey. So without further ado, here is our interview with Deb. All right. Well, Deb, thank you so much for being my very first guest on my podcast. I want to welcome you. Um, I'm super excited to have you and hear more about your solo explorer adventures and talk a bit about heading out there as a solo woman camping and, and exploring exploring the world. So, so let's, I want to start off now. I know you just got back from a camping trip. Yes. Tell me all about that. Where did you go? How was it? Okay. Uh, yes. Okay. So um, this was the first adventure in 2021. Um, and um, I decided to go someplace close. I, I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. And um, there is a, a regional park in the East Bay called Anthony Chabot. Um, um, campgrounds. And so I went there. It's only 30 minutes drive from my home. Um, and it's, it's almost like, you know, you're, you're so far away because you're within minutes of the city, but then there's redwood trees and, and nature, and it's just so beautiful there. And so um, I spent a couple of nights there and it was fabulous. I, I really enjoyed it. It was so much fun. Yeah. Sweet. So what did you do while you were there? Well, um, I was lazy. I didn't do much of anything. <laughs> um, I, the campground, it was my first time going there. And um, the, the, the site was nice and spacious. I had um, campers next to me, but they weren't so close that you felt like you were, you know, too close, especially being mm -hmm. the time of the uh, COVID-19. Um, um, and um, I just pitched my tent, made myself some delicious food. Um, listen to audio um, uh, books. Um, um, one of my favorite um, authors is uh, Andrea uh, Camilleri, and he writes the mystery series um, Inspector Montalbano. Um, and so I, I enjoy listening to um, okay. Who Done It. Yeah, yeah. So I just sat and listened and watched the birds because I live in the city. You hardly see nature. Mm. <laughs> and so I sit there and just marveled at looking at the birds and the squirrels and seeing bees and flowers. And, and it was great. And uh, nice. yeah, just relaxed. Wonderful. That's, that's what it's all about, right? Getting out there and relaxing, enjoying nature. Yeah. So you mentioned a tent. Tell me about your setup. How do you camp? So I have a Ford um, um, Transit Connect, and mm -hmm. it's like a SUV minivan. And mm -hmm. um, inside of it, I have what is a um, camping box. And so I, I bought this box, and the box has a little kitchen in it, some storage, 
and um, um, a place to store your water. And on top of it, there's a bed um, that you can fold out into the car. So it's all self-contained. Then if you have a bigger one, there's like mine with a higher roof, there's one that fits that. And then if you have like one of those big Jeeps, they have a big <laughs> a big box that will fit inside of that. And, and basically um, the, is the, the size of the mattress or the way that the mattress unhinges and unfolds out uh, clears the top of the roof. So depending on the size of the roof is the way the bed is set up for rolling out. Oh. So it folds away when you're when you're traveling. Yes, it does. It's, yes. Oh, okay. It, it nice. It folds up on top, and um, I have enough room to look out my rear view mirror if I need to see traffic. And you have a tent that attaches to the back, so that's part, separate from this kit. It's it's its own its own thing. Yes, it's separate. Um, I found this just searching. I, I searched Amazon. And it's called Tailbell, T-A-I-L-B-E-I-L, Tailbell. Mm. And so it's, um, it, um, you open your lift gate and it's draped over the lift gate. And um, it, there's two parts to it. It only weighs five pounds. It's very, very wow. lightweight. Nice. And there's no cold. Or, yeah. And so part of it is like a netting so that you can sit inside in the netting and look around and, and, and no flies and bugs and mosquitoes to deal with. And then if it's raining or if you want more privacy or at nighttime, I put the rain fly on top of it so that I can have privacy. Um, and um, and sometimes some areas you're in, if it's foggy, it, the fog just beads up and roll off of the rain fly and, and, and not come inside of the tent. So yeah, and it's, it takes like five minutes to put it up. Nice. So when you go to sleep at night, do you, you sleep with the tent open or do you just close up your whole car? Um, at first, when I first started um, tent, uh, car camping, I closed up the car. <laughs> but now I'm a little more brave. I leave it open because if you're going tent camping and you didn't have your car, you'll be in the tent. So you have just as much exposure if you're in the tent as um, okay. as if you're in your car. Except for in your car, you're in the car with the tent up and the uh, tailgate up. So now I sleep with it open. Okay, well that that kind of brings me to another question I did want to ask you because I know you've been solo camping for yourself by yourself for a while now. But think back to when you first got started and maybe what kind of fears came up for you then um, that you had and how you went about tackling those fears because I know that's a big thing that's maybe keeping some women from heading out on their own is these fears that we have. So if you had any before you headed out, what they were and, and how you dealt with them? Um, I don't think I had so much of a fear. I did as a child go camping with the grandparents. And so they had a trailer that we stayed inside of. Um, but then it was as a family, so it wasn't solo. Um, as a solo traveler, um, I think my biggest uh, fear was critters. <laughs> oh, okay. There were a mouse to get in with me, so. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, and I, I got over that. I mean, like, a mouse is more afraid of me than I am of them. And um, I have, um, when I, I haven't gone camping where there's bears, so I don't have that fear. Mm -hmm. um, um, and everywhere that I've gone, um, I've chosen good places to go. So there, 
there's not any sketchy people around or anything like that. So I feel pretty safe. And, and where I've gone, there's been uh, like a park ranger. I, um, mm -hmm. I always try to space close to the uh, ranger's station. So yeah, just the critters. So yeah, so you you choose tr more traditional campgrounds as opposed to going off and boondocking. I haven't done boondocking yet. Okay. Maybe time this year I'll get brave enough to do that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, one step at a time, right? Yeah, baby steps. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So tell me more about your solo camping. Like, why do you like to go solo? Um. Well. I used to sit around waiting for somebody to call and invite me. Um, <laughs> the phone never rang, and um, I just I decided, well, I'm going to go see for myself and to get myself prepped up and 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 brave and and more knowledgeable. I watched a lot of uh, YouTube and mm. I checked some Facebook groups and follow people on Instagram who are doing camping themselves, and so just took some hints from them and figured that I would try it. The first time I went out, <clears throat> I scheduled two nights, but I could only do one. So, okay. And, you know, I just do yeah. what you can, you know, as much as you can, as, as, as far as I am comfortable. And then mm -hmm. well, you can always do it again. Yeah. It, right. <laughs> exactly. There's no right or wrong answer here, right? It's like, take whatever, whatever feels comfortable for you, go and do it. You don't have to quit your job and, and buy a van and build it out yourself and, and travel for, you know, three years, like overnight yeah. is great. It's yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Some, you know, traveling by yourself can be awesome and wonderful. And there's a lot of great experiences, but maybe there's a downside to it, or there is a downside to it. What, like, what are some things that have come up for you? Maybe that you want to share here? Okay. Well, I enjoy being by myself going solo because you don't have to worry about other people's comfort or complaints. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or come and go as you please. Um, the only downfall is putting up the camp, having to pack everything up and put it back away. I can use an extra pair of hands for that. But other than that, um, I can deal with it. I just have to learn how to pack lighter and be a little more organized. So the more I go out, the, the better I get at it. Yeah, exactly. And while I'm on the campgrounds, um, because I'm a solo woman, um, I am a curiosity. So a lot of women who go camping with their husbands and or they have to drag their husband along sometime, they come over and talk with me and they're curious about my setup and and um, you know, um, and, and I give them encouragement to give it a try themselves. So yeah, it's 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 great. And and you meet a lot of great people along the way too. Yeah, I think that when you're solo, I think you have the opportunity to meet more people. Definitely, yes. definitely. And what about, um, have you run into any sketchy or scary characters out there? And if so, how have you handled that? Um, no, actually I have, but every, everybody that I've run into have been friendly. If there are some people who maybe don't want to communicate, maybe they're there for their own quiet space or whatever and you know i can respect that too um so i have not had any um incidents that would discourage me from going and trying again yeah yeah i i've found for myself personally that a lot of the fears that i had just never really came to fruition um so yeah yeah. Um, one thing I do want to bring up with you as a woman of color traveling by yourself, 
And I've talked to some other women of color who, you know, there's definitely an extra level to be concerned about. And I just want to know if you have any tips or advice for, for any women of color out there who feel like they want to head out, but they're a little nervous about just the, the climate of this country and, and encountering racism or anything like that when they're out camping. Well, you know, the danger zone is everywhere. You know, if you're looking for trouble, you're going to find it. Um, being a woman of color, I, I that's not really one of the first things that come to mind. I, I don't think about me being uh, a Black woman going camping. It's more of being by myself and making sure that I'm able to, uh, if there's anything goes wrong with my car, um, you know, that I'll be able to get help. And I mean, like I've traveled around the world in places that I don't even know the language. And some people were friendly and some people weren't, you know, and they treated me because they, if I got a, a rude um, a reaction, is because I didn't speak the language or didn't know the culture. So I was the stupid tourist. Yeah. <laughs> so I think um, maybe if you're not a conscious um, person who is, um, trying to think of the words, um, there are uh, considerations for campers, like you don't go in there blasting your music or being rude and, and leaving trash all around. And, and that, that has nothing to do with color, just mm -hmm. has to do with being um, conscious um, uh, about you know the environment that you're in. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Okay, so as a solo woman, what, what steps do you take to be safe out there? You mentioned knowing how to fix your car or, or like having your car in tip-top shape. What other kinds of steps do you take for safety? Um, well, I carry a, 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 a battery jumper for um, in case my battery runs down. Yes, when you lift the lift gate, sometimes the tail light and headlights come on. So if I forget to um, turn them off, my battery may run down. So I have that. I have all the tools and um, just no matter where you go, you, you, when you're in a place that you're not familiar with, you just go with your intuition. If you don't feel comfortable or safe, you don't have to stay. You can just pack up and go. So um, I, I just use that. Uh, yeah, I think, I think especially as women, our, our intuition serves us so well. And that's probably our biggest safety tool. Do you carry any weapons or anything like that? No. Yeah. Okay. There's a, there's, a, I could probably get hurt by my own weapons. Yeah. There's <laughs> so definitely, from my feet, I can run for my life. <laughs> there's definitely thoughts, both sides on that and the pros and cons and anything you bring can be used against you as well. Sure. So there's that to be, to be thought about. Um, so what do you have to say to women who want to do this, but are afraid to head out? What, what, what would you tell someone? Well, if you're sitting down having coffee with a friend of yours and she's like, Tab, you're so brave going out there by yourself. I could never do that. What would you say? Um, sometimes, you know, if you tell yourself you can't do it, it's true. It's a fact. You can't do it. If you're curious and you want to give something a try, um, always be open to trying something at least once take baby steps. You may um, not feel comfortable going on a long distance ride because you want to be able to get home if you're feeling uncomfortable. So start in your own backyard. Uh, 
yeah. camp in your own backyard or in your driveway or a friend or neighbor who maybe have a lot that you go and, and park in where that you're close to civilization, you know, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. go a little further out. Um, do day trips. Um, go to a place that you may want to go camping and then uh, pack up a, a light pack. Um, as if you're actually going to go camping, bring a little picnic with you and just hang out in nature and yeah. feel it, you know, get, get a, you know, it's just like getting in the driver's seat and take you for a road test drive, you know, um, um, do your homework, um, bring the necessities, don't pack too much. Um, yeah. And watch a lot of YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> we love YouTube. For sure. Um, so tell me, so I know one of your missions is to get other women out there. You've got your, your new website, soloexplorers.com. Tell me about that, the purpose of it, and what you're hoping to build there. Okay, so um, it's um, starting off as a blog, um, inspiration and um, resources for women who want to go explore solo. And um, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be car camping, it'd be just exploring, just getting out and exploring things around you without having to wait for someone else. Being brave, independent, um, um, and feeling like you're making an accomplishment um stories of other women who have gone solo um, um been pioneers and um, yeah the way for a lot of women so um and i i hope to build out of it a um a membership of other like-minded women who um are, are beginning, you know, starting out um, going solo um, and having adventures and, you know, having a community to share their um, adventures with each other and, and cheer each other up. So are you going to focus on international travel as well as domestic or what's your main focus going to be? Um, you know, I haven't nailed that down yet since okay. I international travel. I haven't finished yet. Um, yeah. um, I've, I've gone to Europe and I've been to Asia. Um, I've been to Canada. Um, and there's still, there's a lot of world out there to see. So um, yeah. since I've gone out into the world and I met people in Europe in different places been coming to the United States to see what we have here. And I've been skipping over the United States instead of seeing what's here at home. I want to see what yeah. I'm here for. So yeah. right now, the focus is here in the U.S. and in North America. And maybe I'll venture down to South America too. Yeah. I mean, even when you are in the state of California, you could spend your whole life just exploring that state, right? Yes, indeed. There's so much yeah. to see here. Yeah. Yeah. So... It's on my list this summer for hit some redwood, hit up some of the redwoods for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, anything else about your um about your solo explorers that you want to tell us about that I that you know I didn't didn't ask about? Um well I just um I'm starting, I don't know why I waited so late, but I have started planning some adventures so that I can have something to write about. Mm -hmm. So uh, my next big adventure is to go up to the giant uh, redwoods, uh, the Avenue of the Giant. I've never been there, lived here in California all my life and never been there. So where are where are those? Where in California are the avenues uh, of the giants? Near the Oregon um, border up on the coast in um 
just below Crescent City. And so some other little local trips um, and, uh, you know, try new things. Like I have, uh, uh, I've never built a fire, so I have to go out oh. and um, what else haven't I done? Um, there's a lot of things I haven't done yet. So. <laughs> That's wonderful. So we'll be coming along on your journey as you start out and do this. Uh, the things that you're learning along the way, we're going to learn with you. Absolutely. It's going to be so much fun. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, it is. There is a lot to learn. That's great. And and so much to explore. And every day is a new day and you never know what you're going to encounter. So and that's the joy and the fun of it all, you know, it's, it's not a mundane, everyday, know what to expect. It's something new every day. And to exactly. appreciate. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful. So kind of along those lines then, how has being a solo traveler changed you? Um, how has it changed me? I think that it has given me a sense of independence, um, that I can do anything. Um, I don't need to depend or wait for someone else to come with me. Um, and being alone, I have, being solo, I have met some extraordinary people, um, had great adventures. It um, made me more brave. Um, mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, those, I mean, those are good answers. That's a, it's kind of a, a tricky question. It makes you look inside, right? Yeah. Yes. But I do think one of the reasons we head out is to, is to change ourselves, right? To get out of our comfort zone and see what we can accomplish. Exactly. See what we're made of. Yeah. Stuff, indeed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Deb, I've been really enjoyed this conversation with you. It's been really nice. Is there anything that I didn't bring up that you kind of wanted to talk about? Um, I can't think of anything right now, but I'm just so, you know, I feel so great and, and, and privileged to and honored to be um, um, on, um, on an interview with you in your um, podcast. And I look forward to uh, following you. And um, yeah, we, we definitely have to keep in touch so that we can find out what we're up to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one of the great things about traveling solo is, is getting out there and meeting other solo travelers. So maybe it'd be great if we can hook up somewhere on the road and, uh, and, and, have, and start a fire together. Absolutely. Oh, that'd be yeah. great. Roast some marshmallows. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we'll make that happen indeed. Well, that was a really lovely conversation I just had with Deborah Allen from soloexplorers.com. Be sure to check out her blog. A few takeaways from Deb that I got. Number one, just relax. That's the whole point of hitting out there and traveling by yourself is to have fun and relax. And it sounds like she's got that down. My second takeaway from Deb is don't wait around for someone to call. If you have a desire to get out there and go camping on your own, just go ahead, take the leap and do it. But thirdly, one step at a time. You don't need to jump in your car and like go on a big long trip. Just go somewhere close to home, try it out, do one night, whatever feels safe and comfortable to you. One step at a time and the point is to enjoy yourself. So 
Just get out there and do what feels good to you. There's no right or wrong way to do this. That's our show for this week. Thanks again for tuning in. You can find us here every week at travelswithsqueaky.com. Be sure to stop over at the blog, sign up for our mailing list, and become part of this solo community because just because you're out there traveling solo doesn't mean that you're alone. 